This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Winter is here, and I encourage you to save your back this year. Contact Keller's today and get a quote for residential or commercial snow removal. And also, it is never too early to start thinking about spring. COVID has put a delay on so many things. Do not delay in getting yourself set up with one of the best in the business when it comes to getting your yard looking its best. Visit Keller's at their location on Kern Street in Exeter, Pennsylvania, just down the street from Blue Ribbon Dairy, or head over to their social media pages for more information. My guest today is Hugo Ferreira, lead singer and the only original member remaining from the band Tantric. We talk about what it was like achieving such huge success right out of the gate with their self-titled album in 2001, the band's music over the last two decades, what their fans mean to them, future plans, and even a story he has about the city of Scranton where the band has performed a few times. This one was special for me as Tantric's debut album was a soundtrack for my freshman year of college. And I never thought that one day, 20 years later, that I'd be interviewing the lead singer of one of my favorite bands from that time period. Welcome to the show, Hugo Ferreira of the band Tantric. And we're live from uh, the back seats. Dude, this car is awesome, man. You see that TV in here? There's a guy over there. It looks hey, fantastic. Dude. What's going on, man? <laughs> What's up? So you, you come you, in the car, you're the you're the car. You're the, yeah, exactly. All right, exactly. take me to the uh to the adult club, please. Right, Hello? Right right away, there? sir. Right away, sir. Right away. <laughs> I spent my a lot of my youth, my early twenties in uh, those kind of uh establishments. Yeah. Uh, they're, it's a great place to find, you know, just that significant other that you've been searching for. <laughs> well, you have no idea. You know, when they make it through college, yes, they're going to take it. Absolutely. Yeah. But you, you have no idea how much this means to me. Uh, Hugo, uh, Hugo is the, the front man and well, one of the founders, essentially, of the band uh, Tantric. That's it. That's it. Somebody and, holds up the guitar. <laughs> No, I, if I sound nervous, it's because I am. I mean, tantric. Tantric. That's what I said. Right. Right. They're like, I love tantrum. <laughs> you have to be uh, very careful um, searching your name on the internet. Uh, yeah, I never do, but uh, I heard there's some porn. In yeah, you can up. find some interesting things uh, searching tantric. I know. The, the, here's the weird thing about my, my band name. You know, like literally everybody associates it with sex, right? Right. And like, which puts a very high bar to you to live up to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Your band name is Tantric. And I'm like, so that 15 minute stunt is not going to do it. You know, but so uh, don't ever name your band like over, like with a, any association with, with something that you got, you're actually not any good at. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. For all the kids but out there. Though. Yeah. Really. I'm good but, at juggling. Yeah, why not? I'm great at Legos. <laughs> well, Hugo, Lego, Lego thank arm. thank you so much for doing this and taking the time. I mean, I know yeah, you're sure. you're practicing it for an upcoming tour, yeah. um, but like, 
uh, when I was in college, um, I found your band. It was 2001. I think that's when your, your first release came out, the self-titled album, yeah. um, you know, with songs like Morning and, and Breakdown and uh, Astounded. Um, and like, I, I tend to really focus or I, I, I tie certain music and certain albums to certain points in my life. Maybe it's because you now it's just, that's just sort of college. That. Yeah. I, I, that's what's awesome about music. You know, it's, it's really great. My music is the soundtrack to parts of your life. It really is dude. Like you have no idea. You know how honored, like I, when I hear that, it never gets old because like out of anything that you benefit from, you know, whatever, whatever attention you may get and, whatever financial gain you might have. Like the thing that really like just makes me like, ah, is just knowing that because I know how those moments feel because I have them myself, you know, and they're so fucking important. Man, to know somehow, some way, this idiot kind of, by, by no, by no, uh, you know, it's a, Definitely not, but part of their, their life, you know. It's, like, it's really an honor, you know. It's like it's like your song becomes a movie, and it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling to, to you know that 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 You're you're breaking up a little bit. Are you back? Are you there? Yeah, I'm totally back. Okay, cool. Well, let me get closer to the house. <laughs> Drive. Oh, you're driving. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. There you go. <laughs> no. Well, I guess that's a great part, way to start, place to start. Is um, you know, your your first album, your your most successful album. I mean. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't say it's the most successful to me. Like well, sure, of course. Yeah, yeah. The most monetarily successful. Yeah, I mean, what was that? What was that like? I mean, you know, you you found it with uh, two two ex members of Days of the New, and you, you started at a time where you know you, there's bands you, out. I like in a car accident, and it just goes really fast, and then like only in retrospect, and only as you're remembering it, does it. You kind of take it play by play, but it just it felt like it just went, and then only in my more pensive and older years do I do I reflect upon it and and really I'm enjoying the reflection of it as much as I am uh, of how it all began you know as much as I am right now you know somewhat but it was a you know man like that doesn't happen to people you know like uh, I was I love music man I had no uh, ambition to be a rock star at all like I wasn't trying to get these chicks that wasn't even anything close to my thought process it was just i was a good kid and uh and i had some sincerity and i had some stuff to say and, and man it was just so like i can't believe this is actually happening you know and uh they say that luck is when preparation meets opportunity and but you know when we got the opportunity i was fucking prepared in every single way and uh i i can honestly say that it's been two decades which is a, a long time and it goes by like that, as you know, right? Yeah. Um, but um, it's, it's still fucking amazing to me that I actually live this life and uh, as much as tumultuous as it can be. Of course. Like that, that, that one moment 
where you know you're affecting these people and they're coming to, to this gathering so that you can take them away from whatever it is. It's a fucking amazing, you know, it's an amazing thing because you're just making it for yourself. You know, it's just like you made this thing because you like it and it's something you like to do. And then all these people reflect it. It's like, it's amazing. So I'm really grateful, man. Of course. And I mean, what was it like being, you know, you were part of uh, like the early 2000s where you had bands like Stained and Nickelback and Creed and Default and Rick and Benjamin. Like, like the era, right? But yeah, at the time, was, I, was such in, I didn't think of it as in like, you know, like this, I'm part of this like post-grunge or grunge or like this era of music, you know, just like, you know, like, you know, ACDC is, is part of their own era and like whatever, you know, if you go back to the 80s, you know. I wasn't aware, you know, I was just like, as I do every time, no matter how small or how large the audience or stage or ears that are listening to it, I'm just like, you know, I'm like just strapped in and just having a blast and I really enjoy it. And, uh, and I enjoy the struggles too, because the struggles definitely create the contrast that you need to appreciate it, to keep on going. And would you consider some of those struggles, you know, I mean, you've been around for two decades, like, just, like you said, and, and you're, you're still the only, you're like the last man standing. Like, so I feel like yeah, every, I, every album, they I mean, may have been a different players. Listen, to me, it's not really a struggle. It's just like, you like candy? Yes. You want to keep on eating? Of course I do. Right. The, to me, the, the struggle is that things change, you know, and you have to change with them. And, you know, uh, you have to define what, the, like, what you consider success, or in a little different way, to just keep you getting up in the morning. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, sometimes the, that part is hard. You know, you gotta, like, you know, uh, this this shit happens all at once, or not at all, or somewhere in between. You know, it's a very sporadic type of thing. And, you know, sometimes I'll be going like this. And sometimes I'll be like, ah, oh, fuck. You know, but um, it's all fun. And at the end, I don't really remember the bad part. So just like, I just remember that. Can you believe that shit happened? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, now I'm just like, you know, I'm in my uh, tenure of like being here. I'm just kind of like exploring other shit that I can do. You know, I've always known I could do other music, musical genres and shit like that. But like now it's kind of like it's time and it's everything's kind of evolving nicely. You know, my life's unfolding quite lovely. Okay, I'm glad so making good choices. You haven't been married yet, is that what you said? Yeah. That's probably yeah. a smart move. I'm definitely a smart move. You know how many toys I've got? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I am. Uh but my wife is no, way I know, but it's a smart move for me, not sure. for you. I understand. This, this is interviewer's wife. I understand. I, I don't I Yeah, she won't listen to this, don't worry. Yeah, she, like, she supports you from a distance. She does. She's very supportive, but she's now go you know, back downstairs, honey. Go back downstairs. Yeah, go get, get the steps. Go play with your toys downstairs. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I, I used to date. Uh, you know, people. It's weird when you date somebody that like you love so much and they love you so much, but they have nothing to do with that part of you. It's like you're fucking Batman when you throw it in there. <laughs> They're like, oh, he does this little music thing and he, he shakes his little tambourines. <laughs> like, uh, there's a little more to it than, ah, uh, forget it. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, 
you've been able to create music every three or four years, new albums a year after yeah. year. And, and, and what keeps you going after this long? I create music every day. I'm only able to release it every three or four years because because if it was up to me, man, I'd probably write a hundred songs in a year. Wow. Maybe they're not all good, but uh, I definitely, I'm always doing it. Even when I don't even have an instrument, it's always just, you know, there's shit going on. But, but now, like, I'm not, you know, like, you know, I've done some, some weird shit. I did a song Portuguese with this girl named Cece Santana. And it was like this Brazilian Bossa Nova shit. And I was like, yeah, I could do that too. And it's cool to know that, uh, I'm not really like, you know, when you're younger, you're like, yeah, I'm going to fucking rock band, dude. I'm not playing no fun, you know? And now it's kind of cool to, to appreciate. Where'd you go? We are off like a herd of trucks. We're back. Problem. It's like ourselves. <laughs> this may be the most, like, most chaotic podcast I've ever done. Well, it doesn't surprise that me at all that i'm <laughs> part of it you know we'll, we'll, we'll put it together we'll, we'll, we'll cut it up and put it together it's, uh, it's, it's, it very well could be because of me that it is like that that's okay is, yeah. that, is that your life is that who you are uh yeah i bring as far as like just like you know like just a just tornado that just kind of like just <laughs> throws everything yeah pretty much <laughs> I'm like the poster child of ADD, so I have to be doing 16 things at once, and all with a master plan that only I am aware of. Gotcha. I, I thought I'm like, I was like Hugo. If you didn't want to do the podcast, you just you could have just like said you didn't want to do it. You have to like fake right. Uh, I will drive there wherever it is. I'll go in your basement. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it face to face. We can't though. It's COVID. It's COVID season. Like you want a beer? You want a beer, dude? A beer? I would love a beer. So where, where, are you, where, where are you based? Uh, Pennsylvania. Um, Pennsylvania. Um, and you guys That's specifically... Yeah, Scranton specifically. Uh, you, guys, you guys actually played there a couple times. Yep. Yeah, uh, I, I played there a shit ton of times. And it's good people of Scranton. Yeah, and I missed you every single time. Right. So, hold on. Is it, it's not in Scranton where they make uh, that beer, the Yingling? Uh, that's Pottsville, I believe. Pottsville. Yeah. So which is, yeah. uh, it's close. It's like an hour and a half or yeah. so from here. Yeah. Yeah. Scranton is known for, uh, the office. Yeah. And there's also this, uh, I, I have some history in, in Scranton. I, I did this. I, I raced to Scranton and back once on a, on a dare. On a dare. A, well, here's the thing. <laughs> this might not be relevant to music, so we might, we might want to conversate about this after. No, but that's, that's fine. Basic, but basically, I, uh, I like, I'm a big car guy. I love cars and I like to go fast in them and I like to, you know, I like performance cars. So I once had a, uh, um, you know, like a night vision goggles. Sure. And my, I had a flat black M6, which is like, you know, sports cars, like a Beamer. And uh, I drove from Boston to Scranton with no lights on all the way down. Like for all you people that have seen the old Cannonball Run movie where uh, Jackie Chan shuts off his lights and is just doing that. I did that to Scranton and back. No accidents? 
Well, there's no people, but I could see perfectly, even though if you're a police officer trying to like scan, you you would just not really see anything. It was just, it was a flat black car sure. <laughs> with no lights on in the middle of the night. In my respect, I've made better choices and other yeah, made better decisions, but I made it through. So yeah, you're here today to tell yeah. a story. When was that? There you go. Uh, when was that? Yeah. Uh, like what, what week are we in? <laughs> that was not long ago. <laughs> really? So like, yeah, it was not long ago. Uh, wow. Let's see, a couple of years. So but I, I had to be some some sort of world record because I, I was going pretty quick. How fast did you get to Boston to Scranton? I don't know. I think it's a normally a six hour drive. Yeah. And I, I think I did it in like the shy of four. Okay. And then when so, you, got, uh, you got to Scranton and then you turned around and went home or what? Uh, no. Uh, I went to this particular girl's house and I said, hey. <laughs> bye. <laughs> she found it uh, amusing. Did she invite you in? I mean, is this, are, are we doing an interview here? Or we're in your penthouse <laughs> forums. Of course he invited me in. I just drove six hours in three and a half hours. I risked my <laughs> life. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. I was hoping that's what you, you know, I thought maybe you I just mean, got yeah. there. Yeah, we, you know, she, she was like, she was impressed. You know, okay. it was totally worth it. All right. Totally worth it. Good. You know, Good. women, they, they, they still like that chivalrous act of courage or stupidity in my case. They do, you know. They they like to yeah. be uh, like, know. oh my god, she like totally did that for me. <laughs> like yeah, all so the girls that they sound like, <laughs> like, oh my god, <laughs> I know. Again, choices. Yeah, yeah. I don't have much to offer either, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, this we... is a self-deprecation hour by Hugo Ferreira. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't care what we talk about. It's all good. Okay. Let's talk about music. That's the only thing that I, I should have some street cred on. So let's, let's, let's go. Let's, let's, let's build that street cred back up. All right. So back to the music. I don't know. All what, right, let's back. We, what were we discussing before? I know we were talking about. We were about... discussing uh, that, you know, now uh, as, as uh, you know, being around for a long time that, you know, the difference about how I appreciate things versus, right. versus then. And, and you were saying, you were like the best. You, I mean, you were like so cool, and you were saying that over again. It, well, I mean, you were. I mean, that's 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 not a lie. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my interviews tend to be random. I'm sorry. No, it's cool, and that's what it's about. Oh, no, I, I, there's no script here, so it's, it's it's all good. It's about looking into the personality of your favorite or maybe non-favorite artist. They always say, what do, what do they say? Do, never meet your idol. What are they idols? like in your life? Yeah. Oh, and if you meet your idol, you'll be disappointed. <laughs> <Don't> you <laughs> I'm totally kidding. That's, that's the saying, right? No, but, uh, but there's some truth to it. Because I've met a couple of people that I was like, oh, I thought you were cool, but you're kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not but a I dick. I said it to myself, so I didn't hurt their feelings. Yeah. Well, I think we were talking about just, you know, being able to pump out music every, every three, four years, but you always write consistently yeah. anyway. So it's just like, it just kind of happens. Man, a, yeah. But, I always have a guitar in my trunk. Always have a guitar in my trunk. And uh, I'm impatient. So I don't like to wait for shit. So like, I don't have that 
that calm demeanor. I'm just like, ah, oh, come on. <laughs> so I just, I'll always pull it out and just like, you know, shred it a little bit with the acoustic. Yeah. So how, how long have the guys that you're with now been with you? I see a decent amount of time, about five or six years. That's great. And I'm not even just saying this. They're, they're amazing. I mean, I have an amazing, amazing band. Uh, and Tantric is certainly uh, some of its parts, you know? Like, I'm just a part of it. Uh, but this, this band is, you know, I have an, uh, like their work ethic, their, like, their drive, you know, how much I lean on them uh, to, you know, for so many things is, is amazing. They're great friends. I mean, I would say it's the happiest I've ever been in any incarnation of any of, of tantric or anything before, because this is, I, you know, when you picture something, how it should be, that's how I feel like it is. Other than me, like kind of throwing wrenches in it every now and then, but, you know, I'm the elder, so you're going to have to deal with that. They got to follow the leader, right? I don't know that I'm a leader, but I lead when when uh, when it's when appropriate, you know. Like, uh, you know, but I I, I try to dictate uh, or or allocate responsibilities to those who can do it better, you know. If yeah. I, if that should be me. I'll do it. But really, you know, talking about that, we I mean, we we drive a hundred thousand miles in a year, and like don't even flinch, you know. And and uh, that says something about a group of people that can be that together in that headquarters all the time and just still have a blast every day. Yeah. And you guys are, are you about to go back out on tour or? We haven't stopped. I literally can say what, what is, what is stopping touring? I think the most we've ever had off and it's like a, like starting point to end point is maybe two weeks for the last five years. Well, what about COVID? What about COVID? <laughs> <laughs> we never really affected us that much. Because basically, uh, you know, we wrote records. You know, we wrote music. And we did kind of our, and did our little thing. But also, we would still go to these venues and we'd be somewhat cautiously responsible. Sure. But... Uh, you know what I'm saying? We, you know, there's not a lot of help from the federal government for musicians. I mean, there was that little bit, but you know, luckily, I, you know, I have a little bit of bank, but people, you know, in art, in this thing, which is sad. You know, they, they should protect the arts as much as they protect Joe Schmo, who fucking swings a hammer, but not so much. Yeah, what luckily, was that like? I'm a genius. <laughs> What was that like, though, for you guys? I mean, obviously, you know, you, you said you weren't really affected too much by it, but, I mean, you were. I mean, like, what was that like? We were, but the thing is that it didn't, like, depress me. And, I, you know, we, like, we found a way to stay busy. We found a way to, like, just tread above water. But it, there were times where we were definitely taking in a lot of water. It's just as bad, you know, because, you know, you're used to playing, like, four or five days in a week, and now these things are cut to the two days that you're playing, and to get to those places requires money. Sure. So by the time you're, you know, so it, yeah, it was a struggle. But I'm not complaining, you know. I'm just you know, pointing out a reality. Yeah, of course, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. I just it just 
I talked to a lot of musicians and it's, it's, I, I was always kind of concerned and, and you know, how they, you know, reacted to all this because. Oh, you're the guy that was concerned. That's, so that's, that's one. No, I, I mean, that's your life. I mean, I started a fundraiser for the bands in our area, like a, a t-shirt fundraiser where I got, I gathered all these logos for the, for bands and I created merch for merch for them and people could buy their merch and the money that was spent towards the right. merch was given back to them. Um, yeah, there, but, should, I mean, there spent, should be more. There should be more people like you that do that, you know, not that I'm like, you know, but it's like, it's, you know, you have a little bit of pride. So you, we're never, you'll never see my band or, or me ever like put a go on me or anything, sure. even if I'm desperate as fuck, because I'm just too prideful, you know, or yeah. never let the people uh, see me sweat. But, you know, I'm just saying if somebody was scratching my back and I had nothing to do with it, it wouldn't be bad. I mean, you know what I'm saying? A little tap on the back never hurt anybody. Yeah. But it just, it was concerning in that, like, you know, you, you spent 20 years touring and creating music and playing for people. To more more to than that. 20 years. Okay, more than, more 20, than years. 20 years. Yeah. So basically, before this, I was in bands also. So, and, sure. and prior to this for four, I was in a band for another four years called Merge. Merge and yeah. record. So I basically have not, stopped since like i was 19 i feel like it keeps me young you know so other than my shoulder injury <laughs> you look great thanks you know i'm gonna shove a bunch of drugs on my body so it probably helps <laughs> yeah Ed edit that so bad okay edit that out yeah i think it's horrible you know well i'm glad this to see you guys you know get through that and and you, you released a new album last year yeah, it's called The Sum of All Things. And it's a great record, man. It was easy to make. I'm proud of it. Um, it's kind of like a, so here's 20 years, and this is where we are right now, and this is how we've grown. And this, you know, it's like one of those. It's kind of like, let's take a look at the, look back at last 20 years. And uh, it's good, man. It's, I, know, I know what every song means to me. And uh, I know it means different things to different people. So, you know, it'll always be a great memory for me, that record, that mind where I was and, and the people that were around me. You know, that's it. I'm, I'm really proud of that. You know? Yeah. And as far as like songwriting goes, uh, you know, are you the primary guy? I would say so. I mean, at least for, for this group. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, but uh, all the guys in, in, in my band have written or and or contributed to existing songs or songs that I've written. You know, I don't just go, this is it. You know, I'll, I'll bring the cake, you know, and then you guys can throw some pepperonis on it or whatever you prefer on your cake. <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it takes more than one person to really make it of, of special. Course. Of course. Yeah, cause, yeah. And, uh, you know, any, any big plans for Tantric this year in 2022? Basically, the world is our garden, and we're just going to go in there and dig it. That's a little, little Joe Dirt. <laughs> yeah, a little Joe Dirt. No, I, man, I just hope that we have to, uh, we get to do what we keep on doing, and we love it, and, and I'm just, I hope that people keep on coming up, coming out to our shows. I hope we remain relevant, you know? Because I won't know when to get out. You know, I'll still be the guy who's like, what do you mean they don't want to hear us anymore? <laughs> uh, like, come on, 22. You know, so, uh, 
know, I guess I'm very grateful to all the people that, that do give a shit like you, you know? Yeah. I mean, did you ever imagine that this would be, you know, your career? Is this what you wanted out of life? Or, I mean, for sure. Uh, I knew that I enjoy, like, I knew that it was born into me. Like, yeah, I don't remember being alive and not knowing how to play the piano, at least to some degree of good. But, uh, I guess that's why I never ever worried or took a, like, never had a net because I was just like, what am I going to do that for? This is my destiny and this is what I'm doing. And come hell or high water, uh, I'm going to do it. And I, I was, I, you know, like I said, I was, uh, you know, I've been really lucky as well, but, and, uh, I think I was too stupid to know that I couldn't do it. Like, you know, I was like, Oh, what's a one in 17 to billion, billion, trillion. I was like, totally winnable. <laughs> so, you know, lucky. Yeah. And you said that, you know, I mean, your self, the self-titled album, your first album wasn't like, you know, the most successful, successful in your mind, your, your eyes. Which one? No, it was. It's a great record, and I can compare it to like a lot of great first records because you have your whole life to write that first record, you know. Yeah. Then you've got like eight months to write the second one, and, and less and less depending on how you know how greedy said label is over the quality of what it is. But um, yeah. But was the was there a record that you know you love the most out of all of them? And it's, I would have to compare it to you having a half dozen kids. You know, there's qualities about them all that you love. And of course, you love them all, but in different ways. Mm-hmm. And you know which one is going to jail first. <laughs> <laughs> it's that little bastard right there. <laughs> Toby, get the hell out of here. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Well, that, that first album was incredible. Like, I, 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 I will never I forget it. was a good writer. You know, I I I, uh, I I think Pearl Jam's first record ten was a 10, great record, yeah. you know, and I think that's our ten, you know, Absolutely. and it'll 100%. always be for that. But um, and you know what, we didn't aim for it; it was just something that happened in that brief history and time, and then we'll never repeat. But that being said, uh, whether looking at your star or not, it doesn't that it doesn't shine just as bright. And, and by that, what I mean is that, you know, a lot of people, and I feel like this is very common, you know, p- people don't listen to albums, they don't even, it's, I feel like it's very rare where people just like sit down and just listen to a record yeah. in a way of like, this, this is not a form of entertainment, but like an appreciation of this art and like, you know, delving deeper into it. It's like, oh, it's like little play on words and, and stuff like that. And I try to like write stuff so that, if you want to skim across the surface and just tap your foot and drive your Camaro down the street, fucking great. But if you want to pull over and against the backdrop of a beautiful place, just you know, think about some shit. Um, and they carry you there. I mean, that's my ultimate thing because you know I'm telling a story of. I mean, essentially, all these songs—they're—they're they're all like. A, a musical form of my life. They're my diary, essentially. I don't write in a book unless it's like two eggs. Don't forget the call. <laughs> but it's, uh, but I learn how to use the Zoom machine, you idiot. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So 
you know, I like when people like come up to me and they'll be like, hey, you know, on that blah, 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 blah. And I, how you said, and I was like, yeah, you fucking noticed that. And I was like, you know, sometimes you think that nobody would notice the little, and that's great. I like it. Like, yeah. aren't I clever? And then I do the, the hand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you kind of enter the scene too, like as far as that album was like, you know, where people created records and they wrote records and they recorded records from front to back. Uh, and nowadays yeah. in 2022, it's, it's more singles and, and shit like that. I mean, I'm, I'm an old school guy. I like the, the records in full. Are you just going to keep pushing out records and say, fuck that? Like, we're not going to do the, the single. Well, as, as long as I'm alive, there's a story to tell of like the last thing that happened since, you know, it's like, stay tuned for your next. And now, right now I'm creating more memories so that I'll reflect upon them because that's really the inspiration to write for me. Is that like anytime I feel an intense emotion, whether it's anger or happiness or whatever the hell it is, like is I'm coming down from that emotion, like the necessity to put it in this art piece, it it, it becomes instant. And I like I'll just want to like I'll be like I have to put this down somehow, and it normally happens fast, you know. Yeah. So if you can't get the song written in about thirty or forty five minutes, stops. And you start just going over and over for hours, and you're, you're beating it that twice. Good flow. 35 so minutes to be, 35, 40 minutes is, is the length of really being intensively anal about that's all it should take you, in my opinion, to write a song. You know? Now, do you, you know what? If it, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> now, do you uh, go on these uh, fast car rides from Boston to Scranton uh, so you Absolutely have stories not. to tell? Definitely not. I do that because I'm an idiot. (laughs) Man, I, you know, I'm like this. I, man, I want every day of my life, you know, like, you know, when you look back at your life and you're like, there's the the days kind of blunt together. And then like, there's like this, there's, it's mostly gray matter back there. And then these occasional memories, right? You know, you're, you know, you were there. But I, I just try to like make every day count and and like do something that's that you're gonna remember that day by, you know. And my only philosophy of, of being happy, which is the ultimate human goal, that should be the only goal that all humans have. But um, but to me, it's like do whatever makes you happy. Change your mind a million times at any given fucking time. Do what fucking makes you happy. That's how easy it is to do. And even if it's just for a little second and you have all these like little points and then when you back away from it, it creates this line of happiness. And that's your, that's your lifeline. And to me, the only rule is just don't do it uh, at other people's expenses, expense, you know, like don't, don't hurt yourself or others doing it. If you do whatever makes you happy at any given time with that rule and intact, that's, that's, it's exactly how easy it is pending that you don't have like a, you know, mental illness or bipolar or, you know, like some chemical. But I, I really think that it, life is pretty simple and uh, easy to achieve uh, these these things that, that we think that are more complicated than they need to be, you know? Yeah, I like the way you said that. Yeah. Yeah. I've thought about it a lot <laughs> while speeding. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do feel like that, you know, uh, people, man, I, I have this incredible 
um, or this privilege that I get to sit down day to day, and I, you know, I don't get up in the morning in this typical way and go, and then becomes somebody's robot and an extension of a machine, and essentially, and then you know, I can like sit around and be pensive because, uh, or just. You know, just fucking consider things, you know. People just don't consider things, you know. Just ever sit through by yourself and quiet down all the noise and just be like, you know, whatever the things may be, you know. But I think that uh, there should be more recess for humans in that yeah. sense so that they could learn how to be better humans to each other, especially to themselves, you know. They're just like, people are just like, money, this, money, this. You know, it's just like... <laughs> Slow the fuck down, dude. And that's coming from me. <laughs> well, I, th- I think, you know, the, the pandemic, the first year of it at least, was, uh, you know, forced people to really kind of slow down and re-examine their lives. And, and I hope they did at least, you know. I don't believe that was co- coincidental. I don't believe in any coincidence. I believe that, you know, this is, we're, we're, we're part of a bigger thing and that it will lead you the right way and that if you choose to ignore these like hints and signs and little things and hunches and, you know, serendipitous shit, that's on you. But it's literally, life is always literally nudging you to where you need to be for it to be. And you know it if you just trust yourself, you know, you know, in your head, you're like, yeah, you know, how many times have you said, I fucking do this and then do it. And you're like, fuck, I wish I didn't do that, you know, but, and, and the opposite way, it, you know, I feel like it's very easy to just like path of letting least resistance is is generally the the one that I believe is the right one. You know, and not not to say that you shouldn't work hard because I work my ass off, but it's just you know, if me saying I work my ass off is like I go outside and play with my friends all day long, my ass off. <laughs> you know, so that's a it's not necessarily work in that sense. But it is. You referenced uh, people punching a clock, referencing uh, you know people that work on like a nine to five job. Like, do you know right. how important like your music is to people like that, like people like us that you know? That's my responsibility. Even being like, that's one thing I take seriously is that like, man, I'm not gonna regurgitate this piece of shit for you just so I can get another check. You know, to me. You know, I gotta be like, I see that it is good. I think that it is good. And, it is, you know. but yeah, I understand. And I understand that also, just because I have opinions as a semi, you know, in a totem full of, of famousness, of fame, you know, like I have a responsibility to, like, you know, I can have an opinion, but also be respectful of how those things are taken, you know. Uh, just you know, shut the fuck up sometimes, basically. <laughs> you know, there's a time. There's a time. I hate when people are just like, you know, you go see a concert and it's like some political, like, you know what? We love the Navy. You know, and it's just all contrived and shit. And I'm just like, oh my God. You know, like you're insulting these people more than you are, yeah. you know, pseudo. It's just like, yo, man, just be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Don't be so over. Yeah. Well, people, I mean, like to see a to see a concert is kind of to get away from the news and the TV right, and all right. that kind of stuff. And the funniest thing, bro, and I don't know if you know this, but like when you see a lot of these acts, and there's like this almost like epic, like 
evangelical like kind of like story that segues these songs. That shit is like the, what you end up hearing every single night. And it's funny because I have them all memorized from significant, from a bunch of different bands that we toured with, you know, that by, by, you know, week two, I'm like in the back just going four scores and fun, you know, cause I know all, all the lyrics to his speech, but you know, I, I like to live a little bit off the cuff. The only downfall of a little bit off the cuff is that, you know, not all the jokes are going to be winners. <laughs> and sometimes you just be like, Boo. <laughs> all right, fuck off. I'm trying. All right, tap dancing. <laughs> if people wanted to, to go to a tantric show, what could uh, they expect? Okay, this is what they expect. Imagine a band that you could see in any type of uh, arena. Like, uh, you see this band in a huge stage, you could see them in anything, but you're going to get the same effort and same... Uh, I mean, we want to be there. It's not a chore for us. And when you, when you project that, whether purposely or not purposely, it's contagious. You know, people want to be there with you. So... We don't do that purposely. We, we don't get awards for doing that. We're fortunate that we want to be there and we can be. And as a result of that, you know, the audience becomes part of it and interacts in a different way. And as a result of all of these things happening, the fucking something magical happens. So we love that. And, you know, I don't care. You know, it's always nice to play in front of a, a, a crowd of you know, five billion. It's it's like you know, it's like wow, this is awe provoking. But it's uh, just as like to me challenging and uh, and cool to connect with just a handful. You know, because those conversations matter and they'll 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 be a part of your memory. You know, and, and I I remember all these moments I've had with these with people that come to my show that really affected me, and you know that I'm like, yo, that's I had a box of memories. This one's going in there, you know. Yeah. If I if I'm making any sense, that absolutely no. It, that's and that's that's what people want to go and, and see. They want to be able to you know remember that experience. Yeah. And at the end of the day, and at the end of the day, having a conversation with somebody that wrote something that affected you, and that person having that conversation with you, and you just having just a conversation and be like, so this is what you were thinking. And I was, I was coming from here, you know, and seeing the different perspectives of how this one story that has one truth to me has been, and and people stick their own characters in the storyline and how differently it can be seen. You know what I'm saying? And it's an amazing thing because that's, I I purposely write uh, a little bit in that sense. So it's kind of like a Mad Lips, you know, you can stick your little, to make it re- relatable to you, you know, because I don't go, at least there was a damn, you know, like, or, you know what I'm saying? I, there's no spe- specifics, but there's specifics, uh, specific emotion involved, but no specific story to get to it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It's good. Yeah. You know, people don't want to feel crazy and they feel crazy when they, when they're going through pain or some emotion or whatever, and they're listening or whatever. You know, the brain and the heart mixing together. It's crazy. It's a powerful thing. But like when you feel like somebody else, you're like, oh, you like that too? 
hours. Well, now I feel less crazy. <laughs> that guy does it. And so there, we all need, you know, like that kind of you know, yeah. silent validity. Not to be confused with silent lucidity, silent validity. <laughs> Well, Hugo, I, mean, I I can't thank you enough for for taking the time to talk to me. I mean, Dude, I, thank you, thank you. You're like the one said, taking the time. No, no, no. I I mean, when I reached out and you guys responded, I was like, holy shit! I can't believe they a responded and b actually want to talk to me. Um, like, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass like that. That first album, my first year of college, <laughs> my best friends John Sharkus and, and Justin Hall. Like I remember being in their dorm room and listening to this. We actually drove. We took a trip to Boston. We had that that. CD on most of the way there on repeat. Um, I remember when the album with Down and Out came out. I think it was 2008. Uh, that's when I met my, you know, my my current my my wife now. We, you know, she was just my girlfriend at the time. But there's all these pieces of of your music and your and it, it, like it parts amazing, of my life. Man, it's it's, well, man, I, I am I am uh, so happy uh, that I am part of your life like that. And uh, that makes me really happy, man. I, I don't know. It's, it's really tough. You know, it's awesome. I'm glad that, you know, somewhere I was there interrupting <laughs> these beautiful moments. I met my wife just when you think that. <laughs> well, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's, they, come, they come at the right time. My, my songs come only at the appropriate times on the radio. Of course. Of course. But thank you. I really I appreciate that. That was a no, great Thank you. And, Best of luck. God bless. Yeah, best Thank luck with the much. tour, and uh, you know, best of luck with the new album. Some of all things, and I'm sure all yeah, your stuff. Yeah, great record. Everybody should go out there and at least fucking listen to it because it's good as fuck. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you so yeah, much right, again. I really much. appreciate it. All right. All right. I'll talk to you soon. See you, brother. Thanks.